I'm really excited. I mean, there's uh, I'm gonna have to do a lot more to calm myself down than I will get myself, you know, ramped up. I'm uh, I've been waiting on this for a long time, and and it's just uh, it, it's really cool coming in here today and and starting to go over the scouting report, and it's just all starting to come, starting to come together. And and uh, and after last night's game, we uh, we're not making vacation plans. We're instead deciding, you know, who we're playing and and uh, what we need to focus on. And it's just a completely different feeling this time of year, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. Yeah, what's it been like in the past, guys? Talking about where they're, hey, where are you going to play golf? Where are you going on vacation? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd usually find myself after the exit meeting on a beach by uh, on a beach by this evening or tomorrow. So it was. Uh, it was a great feeling to know there's more basketball played and uh, and that they'll have a chance to start the season. And, uh, and, and I'm just, like I said, learning all on the court and, and, uh, and, and gaining this experience. David, in the second quarter, when Steph Curry hit that three-pointer to break Ray Allen's record for most three-pointers in a single season, what was that like to be on the floor with him? Because I know how much how much it means to him, but how much it means to all of you guys because you were all a part of that record. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can tell by our bench's reaction. We love Steph, and, and we were so excited for him to get the record. And and it was one of those records that you, you, you always you know wonder if anybody could ever break something like that. I mean, the amount of consistency it takes and you know for a guy like Steph who they said you know you know was was injury prone and who knows if he could play all season long for him to play 78 games and to be as consistent as he was it was a a great testament to him and and we're very excited for him last night and he deserves it is there anybody in the NBA that shoots the ball even close to as good as he does maybe close but I, I think he's I think he's uh he's uh probably the best shooter in the entire league definitely is I think not only can he can he catch and shoot when he's open, but but some of the difficulty on his three pointers uh, are is remarkable. So, I'm, you know, he's he's not only you know an unbelievable shooter, but I think he's gotten a lot better defensively this year. I think he's been a lot better in the pick and roll making passes. So he's really developed into one of the best all around guards in the game. And and this, uh, but his shooting is definitely a strength, and he showed that this year. David Lee joins us for the David Lee Report, as he does every single Thursday right here, Buker and Townie. Well, you got Denver, the number three seed. They've won 23 straight at home. They finished the year 38-3 and with a home record. What do you need to do to go in, into Denver and, and get a win? You at least got to get one before you get back to Oracle. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, I think that the biggest things are, are transition defense, so we got to take away their easy baskets. And uh, and we got to keep them off the glass. We can do those two things, and uh, you know that we can score enough points to beat those guys. It's just a matter of, you know, uh, they they get so many fast break points off of turnovers, and, and even after the other team makes a basket, they they seem to get a lot of runouts and dunks and layups and an easy shot. So we need to control that aspect of the game. It's going to really help our chances. You know, I think about rebounding, what you and Bogut are going to have to provide. Denver is number one in offensive rebounding, number two overall. Talk about the job that you and Bogut are going to have to do on the glass. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the most important thing for me this series uh, to contribute as well as Bogut is. Uh, scoring aside, because I think we're going to, we're going to get our, our looks on the offensive end. The biggest thing is going to be controlling that glass because uh, you know when they when they play that pace, one of the things that they get a lot of is, you know, they they drive the ball, the big guys step up, uh, different, you know, people are, are running all over the court, then the shot goes up, and they're able to get easy tip-ins and and offensive, uh, you know, second chances and third chances, and and that's uh, 
something that, that we can't allow to happen. We need to minimize that, and that's going to really, really help our chances in the series. And when you look at that pace, and Mark Jackson talked about it last night after the game, about how, hey, we're not going to slow things down, turn it into a half court, just grind it out. You guys like to play up and down. How's Bogey going to fit in that kind of pace against Denver? Well, they got some. They have some bigs too. You know, they they their five men. You know, are are you know are going to have to contend with Bogut as well. But I think he's going to be big that he can protect the rim for us. And uh, and there's going to be times where I know that both teams are going to go small in the series. It's going to be a little bit of a chess match between the two between the two coaches. And uh, but you know, Bogut can be a huge part of what we do. But the biggest thing he has to do, just like me, is is uh, get those those rebounds on both ends and, and protect the paint and, uh, and and make sure we don't give up too many easy ones. Who do you think you'll line up most against, Fareed? Yeah, Fareed, and, and there's still, you know, George Carl said he's not playing right away in the series. We'll see if that comes true. But Fareed and Wilson Chandler will most likely be the, the fours that get the most time. Um, and then a lot of times, like I said, they go small, and, and, and who knows then who I'll be guarding. But uh, – one of their strengths is their depth, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna you know need to be prepared at all five positions to guard a, a host of different people, and so the the biggest thing becomes scouting report, knowing what guys' tendencies are, and and uh, and, and knowing what they want to run. But they, they're not gonna they're not a team like uh, San Antonio that's gonna hit you with 75 different offensive sets. We're gonna know by the time the the balls turn up on Saturday what they want to accomplish. It's gonna be a matter of putting the effort forth to get back on defense and and uh, and, and execute. And Wilson Chandler is a guy that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he played against you guys this year. Played one time. One time. Uh, and, you know, I was I was his teammate for for four or five years in New York, so well, from, you know, very familiar with his game, and and uh, he's you know a guy that recently has been playing very very well for them. Um, has, has been shooting the ball well, and uh, and he's a guy that can flash and and do different things with the ball at the four spot and create some matchup problems, but. Um, you know, whether it's him or Fareed, you know, it's going to all be determined by our team's effort, and we're going to have to cover for one another. The David Lee Report right here on 95.7, the game Buker and Towney, as Buker is on his way to the airport to uh, join you on the way to Denver. Uh, when you look at the way they want to play, they want to get up and down, and they get a lot of points in the paint. They don't shoot the ball even close to the way you guys do. Do you see that's your super big advantage when you start looking at yourself and you look at Clay and, of course, Steph, as how you can bomb them from the outside? Because Gallinari's out, they don't have the shooters. Yeah, that's that's one way that their team changed a little bit when Gallinari went out. Is uh, you know they're you know Fournier is shooting the ball well, Iguodala is streaky, Lawson streaky. They have some guys that can do it, um, but but their strength is is driving and kicking, getting the ball in the paint, finishing in transition, then hitting the offensive glass. So you know knowing that going in, you know our focus needs to be to to not let them play to their strength and and to force them to shoot the ball from the outside while we get contests. Now, elevation, unless you've been you know, to Denver, a lot of people don't understand it, but you hear it from teams that play the Broncos in football, the Nuggets in hoops, or the Avalanche in hockey, elevation plays a really big deal. Tell, tell me how, in, in basketball, why it's so tough when you're running up and down the floor, especially when you're not used to playing at a mile high up. Yeah, I, I've, uh, you know, in the, I can speak on, you know, in the past, it's affected me really kind of in the, first couple minutes of the game and the first couple minutes of the third quarter coming kind of is when you go from from sort of a standing heart rate to all of a sudden you know ramping ramping up and and breaking a sweat is when it starts to to take your lungs away a little bit but that's something that that both teams uh, are going to be affected by and, and it's something that I think we're going to get used to and that's why we're headed up today instead of tomorrow I think we'll be we'll be used to it 
uh, we'll be we'll be decent by game one and even more used to it by game two. Yeah, you're going to have about 48 hours until the game one tip, and then how much is that an advantage for you guys that the next game won't be till Tuesday? So you you're more acclimated to the to the elevation. I think it's going to help. You know, either way, like you said before, they are a uh, a very good home team, and they're a team that's expected to win the series. But I think that that we have a great chance. I think that we're going to go in and we can be the looser of the two teams. And at this point, we got nothing to lose. We're very, very excited. And we can go in and, and be, be aggressive and let it all hang out and see where it takes us. But I love our chances. And, uh, and, and you know, this team hasn't backed down from anybody or any challenge so far this year, and we don't plan on starting now. Well, what I love is that they've won 23 straight at home. They're 38-3 and three at home, all the confidence in the world. All you got to do is break, is get one and truly break their confidence on their home floor, and then you bring them to Oracle Arena, which, David, I don't know if you watched the playoffs back in 2007, the We Believe, but it was crazy how loud it is. Oracle steps up a notch during the postseason. You're getting me hyped talking about it. We, we realize how... Uh how big of a home court advantage we're going to have when we get back here. Like you said, step one is taking care of business on the road. And then uh, and I can't wait to, to see how the base supports us when we come back here. So we're really, really pumped. Well, David, we're proud of you. It's been a great year for you, all the double-doubles, the All-Star game, and having you a part of Buker and Townie. It's been absolutely fantastic. Good luck on Saturday night. We'll talk to you next week when you get back here to the Bay. You got it. Thank you guys so much.